Welcome to another exciting edition of Thought Police. I've got to apologise, first of all, because um, it's been one of those weeks where Kevin and I have been really busy. Kevin O'Sullivan, of course, that is. Um, and we were meant to do this on Monday, but now it's fucking Friday. Fucking right? Friday, And yeah. we finally managed to get to fucking together in a yeah, pub where yeah. we could actually record it, yeah. because I've had one of those funny weeks where um, I, think, I think you couldn't do it on Monday, I couldn't do it on Tuesday, because yeah. I had to go to the dentist, and then... There just wasn't any time. And I, funnily enough, I had one of those weeks where um, I wasn't working that much in the evening, right, for several reasons. Jeremy Carl was away, yeah. so I didn't do any Me, of me neither. So yeah. that's two. And then on Wednesday, I was supposed to do the talk, um, but I thought I was going to this charity do um, because I'd been told it was on the Wednesday. So well, that was last time. So I absented Thursday. myself from Wednesday. And then it turned out I got a fucking date wrong. So I did myself out of a fucking show. Um, and then the only sensible thing I did was I didn't fucking buy anything in the very expensive auction. And then Kevin was supposed to come with us on Thursday night. And um, we could have had a good night out. But then, unfortunately, the fucking table sold out before you could get a ticket. Um, um, fuck, I mean, anyway, it was quite a good night. We did miss you. A lot of people were asking for you. Good but fun. one, good one fun, guy who's, who's a, talk, a Thought Police listener and turns up all the time. Um, to our live shows he was there okay. and he's like I've got something for Kevin um, and he didn't actually give it to me but apparently it's some kind of a um, finder dog finder he said you know because his dog runs okay. up as well. and apparently you put it on the dog's collar and it's like, a, it's like a find, it's like a find my iPhone type thing so yeah. if you ever lose him you can know he's exactly where he is fucking need it for my opinion. anyway so next time we do a live show we'll probably bring it so anyway here um, we are even by my standards five days late that's not bad. good going no, actually yeah that's not bad but it's a good week to be a bit late because fuck me a lot of stuff has happened mm. this week because if we had done it on Monday we would have missed all of these remote shop files the yeah. lockdown files and I think we probably would have missed Brexit as well wouldn't we? yeah I think so uh, let's do Isabel first yeah. our colleague on talk TV, uh, amazing story, uh, proving proper fucking story. Proving uh, that uh, Matt Hancock and all those fucking cabinet ministers badly mishandled the lockdown lunacy, and that throughout a COVID crisis, we were in the hands of fucking panicking amateurs who were making it up as they go along, and yeah. they fucking hate this. Because she's revealed what they were hoping wouldn't come out for exactly. another 10 years. Because I'm absolutely certain, because one of the first things I said to her was, well, surely if he says that he's given all of these fucking uh, WhatsApp messages to the public inquiry, then technically they're in the public domain already, right? But of course, you know as well as I do, that they wouldn't have fucking published them all. They would have redacted loads of information. They would have kept loads of it secret. Yeah, of and who knows if they would ever have been published, right? And God knows that he gave them to the inquiry probably. And he says he's given them to the inquiry. We don't know if he has because nobody's fucking confirmed well, it. He's not, he's not renowned for telling the fucking truth, is he? He's really not too bright, is he? No. I mean, here's a guy who gives all of these messages to somebody like Isabel Oakeshott, who's a journalist, an author, who's got a reputation for being pretty hard-nosed. I don't think she'd mind me saying that. Oh, sure. And for being also... Um, involved in very big breaking stories and normally every story that she's ever broken of this kind of calibre yeah. has resulted in the end of somebody's career yeah, yeah. and I think this is another one because I don't know what he's going to fucking do now <laughs> well, I mean he's been nailed and this is the point this is how we learn what public inquiries are for mm. Uh, so politicians can say, like Tony Blair, well, okay, I understand there's a few questions about Iraq and the weapons of mass destruction, and that's why I've handed my fate to the scrutiny no. of a public inquiry. God. 
Uh, and what that means, so we find out 13 years fucking later right. what that fucking that chill nothing, got in that it, was, that, that it was nothing to do yeah. with him. And in fact, uh, Alistair Campbell didn't sex up yeah. the dossier. And we can't tell you well, what happened Well, it sort of David, did. I mean, they did. We can't tell you what happened to David Kelly. I mean, they did sort of turn around and say, well, frankly, uh, Tony Blair and Alistair Campbell are a couple of cunts. Yeah. Who made it up as they went along? They were pretty badly admonished by the Chilcot Inquiry. Yeah, but by, by then nobody but cares. Nobody cares. Exactly. No. It's thirteen years yeah, on. Exactly. That's right. the point of public mm. inquiries. It's to kick shit into the long grass, kick the can down the road, so the public don't get right. to know what went on. And, and Isabel Oakshot has short circuited. Exactly that. right. And let's just think about the things that we found out because sometimes you have to go back over stuff because it's so fast tracked you know that you're dealing with a major fucking story every single day so yeah. day one was the care home story yeah. uh, that matt hancock basically didn't listen to the advice he was being given as a result of which about something like thirty-three thousand people died in care homes because they weren't properly fucking protected yeah. meanwhile we find out that people like jacob reese mogg and helen waitley were up were jumping the queue to get testing kits ahead of everybody yeah. else then we find out um, that they only told everybody to wear masks because Nicholas Sturgeon thought it was a good Sturgeon idea. Did. I mean, I mean, it's a good idea for Nicholas Sturgeon to wear a mask. I mean, that's true. Yeah. Um, and then today we find out that Hancock personally said it's time to tell the police to get heavy with people. I mean, it's fucking oh, unbelievable! Yeah, outrageous! It's outrageous! And, and him and his other uh, various ministers and uh, luminaries involved in that debacle, the COVID crisis, mm. where they locked us down every ten minutes. We now know unnecessarily. Yeah. All of them, what they, they're all going. This is the wrong arena to discuss this. What the public the arena? Public, yeah, why? The press. Why? You mean the newspapers have got the story, and and the people of Britain are finding it out, and you don't fucking like it. Fuck you. Yeah. And fuck your fucking public inquiry. And they can also nailed. And they've also revealed that they have absolutely no fucking time for the public. They fucking have utter disdain for them. Yeah. The way that they talk about people like Nigel Farage and Piers Morgan, the way that they talk about other uh, fucking ministers. Yeah. I mean, they're just cunts, aren't they, basically? <laughs> Total fucking cunts. Yeah. And, and, they, and we're paying for all of it. Yeah, and the, and, and the glacial pace mm. that they move at. I mean, this is half the fucking problem. These cunts, you know, tell them, could you make a decision in five days? Yeah. What? Five days? Yeah. I can't do it that quickly. Yeah. I mean, in the real world, we're all making decisions every well, two minutes. I said to somebody on the phone today on the show, um, can you imagine in your job, in your situation, where somebody comes up to you and says, Kev, can you, um, can you just go and sort this out for me? And you go, yeah, um, about two years, okay for you? Yeah. Because you know, we're fucking... Um, be back to you in ten years. <laughs> yeah, ten years. A couple of years, yeah, it takes me... But I'm pretty I can sure definitely get back to you within a decade. I'm pretty sure I can definitely get this done yeah. within the next yeah. two or three years. Yeah. No, in no other fucking world would that happen. Yeah, exactly right. And, and politicians constantly loathe the fast-paced efficiency of journalists. Yeah. You know, we live in a world uh, where it's the 24-hour cycle. Yeah. You have to get everything done on in 24 yeah. hours. When you're on a newspaper, you phone someone in the morning, and uh, you know, invariably, if they're a politician, oh, I'll get back to you next Thursday. Yeah, right. No, mate. Story's going yeah, in tonight. Going in tonight. Today, right. you know, they can't really? believe the yeah. pace of it, and that's why they're furious about Isabel Oakshot because she's fucking driven a truck through their slow-paced agenda, their deliberate slow-paced mm. agenda. So we don't find out yeah. what. Fucking mess they made of this must, country. I must admit, as well, by the way, I was absolutely staggered um, because you know how slow he is to respond to anything. Old Keir Starmer on Wednesday, Prime Minister's questions, actually managed to get a question to uh, Rishi Sunak about 
is of an eight shot lockdown yeah. files because normally speaking if anything happens shortly before he's about to start oh, yeah. he never fucking mentions no, it no. but I mean I said this to people who were going you know oh um, you know more worried about some breach of ethics that she broke some fucking NDA I couldn't give a fuck about that right but also I said not many journalists that I know have had the fucking question asked to the Prime Minister by the fucking leader of the opposition or had an emergency fucking question session after the Prime story. Minister's questions because it's a fucking it's, absolute belter. It's up there with uh, MPs' expenses. It really is. Uh, you know, we've got we have uh, like had the, a light shone on yeah. what goes on in the corridors of fucking power, and what we find out is it's just a bunch of wankers who don't know what they're fucking doing. Right. They're making it up as they go along. They say they're being guided by the science. No, they fucking weren't. They were making up yeah. decisions politically. Oh, uh, master, they worked. I know, but uh, Nicola Sturge is getting the yeah. Scots to wear them, so let's do it. Oh, yeah. let's lock down again. What on balance? You know. Do you remember there was a time when? There was a real um, problem if you were going to travel on the underground. I know you do a lot. But there was a real problem if you didn't wear a mask on the fucking oh, tube. There was a pretty good chance you were going to get fined. Oh. They did find loads of people. Yeah, um, so people were actually out of pocket as a result of this. But more important than that, people are fucking dead yeah, as a result yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. And we've had people, I'm sure you'll get them at the weekend, talking to us about how, you know, my husband died alone. I didn't see him. It couldn't be going to the hospital. wasn't allowed mm. into the hospital. You know, I couldn't see my mother mm-hmm. before. I think even Rachel Johnson's in the paper today yeah. talking about how ridiculous it was yeah. that she had to fucking break the lockdown rules yeah. that Boris had fucking made. Yeah. As you, you know, said, as you said on your show the other day, let's remember those. Remember the rule of six. If uh, for one, yeah. point, if you went to a pub, uh, you could have six people per table on ten seats. Yeah, ten tables, right. but you couldn't have. Uh, six, six people ten. on ten. No. Yeah, yeah, on ten. You, you couldn't have ten people on six tables. Yeah. You could have six people on ten tables. It was insane. Fucking ridiculous. It was insane. And what I think that what Hancock and the like and his ilk liked about it was their total control, yeah. their power, just their ability yeah. to say to us, uh, you know, you can go for a walk in the park and drink coffee, but only if you're ten feet away from yeah. your friend. You know, we should have all turned around and said, will you fuck off, you well, the best one. stupid little Well, I reminded cunt. people that down in Sussex, where I walked Diggy, they locked the fucking woods. Yeah, and they actually shut the woods. You're going, <laughs> what? It's in the open air. It's where people go to walk a dog. The shit we walk. went along with during those times. Well, we because Hancock and lovely. his mates were projecting this image of the Knowles right. who really knew what they were doing. We now right. know they had no right. idea what they were and fucking also, as doing. As I said to Jamie Jenkins today, you know, I don't call um, getting something... Uh, uh, overestimated by 93% uh, <laughs> something that's actually uh, incorrect it's wrong yeah. it's, they got it fucking wrong the number of people they were supposed to die was 93% less than they fucking yeah. um, the, the, the modellers said would, would happen absolute bullshit right but the other thing of course um, that they did was you know they had to keep wiping everything down Do you remember that when they decided that you know, oh, I think COVID is transmitted by, oh, yeah. Wiping um, desks you know, by, by surfaces. So don't touch any surfaces. Yeah. Make sure you wear gloves. I remember very clearly once going to the Waitrose in Greenwich with those fucking green gloves that they used to give us, you know, in the office. <laughs> and I'm walking those. around like the Boston wow. fucking strangler by picking cheese out of a fucking thing, you know. Okay, what the fuck am the I doing? Shit, the shit. And, then, and back then, no masks, because you didn't have to wear one then. But the fucking shit we put up with. Yeah. And, and it's strange, isn't it? That, 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 you know, even people like you and me, 
Uh, I don't think we we were pretty vociferous questioning it, yeah, yeah. but we didn't. I don't think we questioned it enough. We should have said, oh, "Hang on forget. a second, they're telling us we we've got to walk ten feet away from our mate when we're in the fucking bar." Well, don't forget, shove though, it. Don't forget though that you know because of the fact that we questioned it, we were put on fucking lists. <laughs> that fucking wanker Neil O'Brien was fucking talking about. Yeah, he's gone about, quiet, hasn't he? He's gone very quiet. But you know what? He, I was found out this week. He's still a minister. Because Hancock got him into the fucking cabinet. He's now a minister in the fucking Department of Health, the fucking. That's a fucking danger. He's, I mean, you know, he, he, he was like some sort of. Some of these, yeah, these people person. should be taken down. He was like and going for removed. this, wasn't he? Exactly. And going on is, Twitter, calling us irresponsible yeah. maniacs yeah. who didn't care about granny fucking, killers. Uh, granny kid. Fuck you, mate. You were wrong. They, that, and, you know, it's because their edifice was flimsy yeah. and crumbling why they got people like him to become Rottweilers, mm. to try and shore it all up. And do you we think, We were though, conned, we were conned. Yeah, we were. But do you think, and I think this is possibly true, that they were fucking terrified by the people telling them that so many fucking people were going to die? Because I think they of saw... Because the, uh, there were some scary and, and things. That, I think that's fair enough. You know, they that. saw what was happening in yeah. China, all the fucking dead bodies. They saw what was happening in Italy. I remember watching yeah. the fucking lorries in Italy what taking dead bodies away from morgues, yeah. you know. And taking them away from hospitals, and then you know, there was footage of all these fucking um, yeah, yeah. body bags in hospitals. And that, that was the big thing. But that it? was at the beginning. I Let's mean, once, not let Italy happen yeah, here. Once we it? had the first lockdown over and done with, I think that should have been it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, I think, the bit you can argue. About. And uh, and why didn't more of? I mean, Boris apparently at one point did actually say, yeah. "Look, all these models that you keep telling me, I mean, they're profoundly wrong." Yeah, uh, we've got to stop uh, skipping to the beat yeah, yeah. of all of this. Yeah, yeah. And of course, all the uh, Matt and the gang are no, no, no. We've got to do what no. Sage tell us. Yeah, it's a fucking outrage. It really and they is. fucking know it. It really is. Um, we're going to move on from that though, because I just want to tell you that this podcast is brought to you uh, by Dave Johnson and Suitable Choices. Uh, the top-rated independent mortgage brokers based in Margate, but covering the whole of the UK. They specialise in all types of mortgages, including equity release. And for a free mortgage review, go to suitablechoices.co.uk. When you put your details in, use the reference police, and you get to use our services for free. So thank you for your support. And uh, that's Dave Johnson at Suitable Choices. There you go. Um, Coming up, we'll tell you a bit about the uh, executive producers as well, but we'll do that right at the end. What we should also talk about is that mate of yours, uh, the very famous and well-known cunt, Sadiq Khan, who's back in the news because he was out in Ealing. You might have been out, you might have been out at the same time. I should be his time. He's now completely jumped the fucking shark, crossed the Rubicon, whatever you want to say. He was at this fucking do in uh, uh, Ealing Town Hall last night, apparently People's Question Time, they were calling it. Um, and there were a few demonstrators outside uh, uh, who don't like the idea of the fucking expansion of the ULEZ zone, right? He goes inside and starts haranguing them, saying that basically the people who have got, he called, legitimate concerns about ULEZ should not be aligning themselves with people from the far right who are the people demonstrating outside. He's calling them all... Talking? He says they're all far right. He says they're, an, they're, they're COVID deniers, they're anti-vaxxers, they're far right, and he said they're Tories. So he now thinks the Tories are far right. I mean, what a fucking complete twat. He's a disgrace. He he's really is. He's a disgrace and he's ruining the greatest city on earth. I can't, I think this is fine. He may have finally gone too far on this one. Uh, yeah, he's going to get challenged. He's, he's been recorded he's costing saying it. people money that they don't yeah. have to spend and it's, it's just all fucking wrong. I mean, he is the, the most horrible little 
fucking nasty politician he really who is. ever drew breath. A man And he's who, getting worse. A man who is ruining the capital of Great Britain, he's ruining London, uh, and all he can fucking say is I'm making the air cleaner. I don't want cleaner air, you little dwarf cunt. <laughs> Fuck off. But also... He's I not, want dirtier yeah, air. but also he's it's not... It's a city. He's not even making it fucking clean. Care. Because he's actually basically charging you for yeah, breathing yeah, it. Because yeah. what he's going to say to you is, you can drive your fucking shitty polluting yeah, yeah. car uh, into the clean air zone, but you have to pay 12 quid for the privilege. Yeah, yeah. Well, how about, how about this car? How about you fuck off? How about this car? Yeah, fuck off. And maybe along the way, think about doing something about all the people that get fucking stabbed and raped yeah. on the streets of this city yeah. that you've turned into a dangerous hellhole, you yeah. fucking little cunt. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't even better than most of your rants, it has to be said. <laughs> Fucking tremendous. Anyway, listen, I hear congratulations are in order. You've got a new TV show. Yeah, it's a bit full of so, that, only without the swearing. You yeah. know, it's a bit like... Yeah, but it's great, though, because what happens now, right, is Kev's got a new show. By the time you hear this, um, it might have already gone out, but Friday nights now... Uh, you have the double fucking delight on Talk TV yeah. of, of Kevin at 6 o'clock and me at 7 o'clock, like the week. I'll fucking give you, fantastic. I'll give you, yeah, well, hopefully we'll give you a few viewers to build on. Yeah. Um, uh, that's kind of the idea. Uh, but it, without sort of a bit of a spoiler alert, but the show starts with me... Uh, <laughs> expressing my opinions about the BBC licence fee. Excellent. So I didn't write anything. I thought, well, I need to walk around the studio and do this. So, yeah. so it's... <laughs> that's sometimes the best yeah. way though so off I went and it, it, it's good but it's a bit mad yeah you know? and, uh, and Ali Ross you know the Sun TV critic he was one of my guests and so I then went and sat yeah. down at the desk and yeah. went so uh, those are my opinions <laughs> about the BBC licence fee Ali what, what, what are yours you and he goes my opinions are the same as you but I would express them more sanely <laughs> Well, this is the great thing. I mean, we had Mark Sagers on Plague of the Week this week. He's on the show as well. And the one thing I love about Sal Sagers is he gets fucking wound up about stuff. And he was literally... And all this. It was very funny. But no, so that's great news. Um, The other thing that I was going to say is talking to the BBC, going back just to uh, Isabel Oakshot. I watched the interview, just a clip of it from uh, Radio 4 Today programme with her and Nick Robinson. Oh, with Isabel and Nick Robinson. What a total wanker, right? This fucking guy, right, wouldn't know a story if he fell over it, right? He's given her a jip because he's asking if she got paid for the fucking story. Well, as she she said, she's a fucking journalist. It's her job. You might as well ask him, does he get paid for talking shit on the fucking radio every morning on the BBC? These cunts are so fucking entitled that they think they know better than everybody else. They look down on people like Isabel and you and me because they don't think we're proper journalists. We're not proper journalists, you know. I mean, I was listening to um, an interview this morning because I listened, I took for my own punishment purposes and also just because you know when we have a commercial break at 20 past 8 in the morning and I'm usually in the car I put it over to Radio 4 Today program mm. and they had um, an interview with Ken Bruce who's did his last show today yeah of course and he was actually quite um, gracious about the fact that the BBC have totally fucked him, fucked him over, over yeah. because he probably knows that wherever he goes next and I think he's going to some small greatest hits greatest hits radio organisation he'll take a fuckload of people with it he will because um, he's taking um, uh, what's it called play Ma- what's it called the, the Pop- game Popmaster is that his game that's his yeah. game taking it with him good people man. love that fucking good game. man but you know um, I was listening to him talk exciting replacement Vernon Cave, oh. that's thrilling, isn't it? I mean, Almost as thrilling as Scott Mills replacing Steve Wright. I mean, what goes on in their minds? 
Yeah. Let's make this channel really, really if bland. You, if you put somebody in to destroy it, they couldn't do a better if job. You, you, I mean, Vernon Kay's a nice enough guy, but he's the human equivalent of he's beige. He's dim as fucking Yeah, he's the dim. human equivalent of beige, and so Scott's Scott Mills. Mm. So you've taken two wildly popular hosts, Steve Wright and Ken Bruce, and you've replaced them with dullards. Yeah. Middle-aged dullards. Yeah. So it's not, I mean, oh, we've got to go for a younger audience. Oh, Scott Mills. Vernon Kay, they're both fucking, about fucking 50. Well, Vernon, yeah, somebody pointed this out to me. Vernon Kay's 48. Yeah, so is how fucking is that, Scott Mills. That fucking young audience. So is Scott I Mills. I mean, we could talk, but you know. No, um, but we're, not, we're not going around saying we're getting a young audience. No, but we're getting a very wide-ranging audience yeah, yeah, because yeah. whenever I see people and they and they say, great show, whatever it is, walking around, they're a very wide-ranging yeah, mix right. of people. Young people, older yeah, people, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter. Working people, people in suits, you know, absolutely fucking all comers. It's yeah. brilliant. So, um, so what, yeah, so uh, anyway, so uh, Ken Bruce was on today. So Ken well. Bruce was on today this morning talking about his sort of career and basically they said, you know, you were supposed to work till the end of the, 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 the month, but he said, yeah, well, for some reason, he said, I've always believed that if you've got a contract, you work to the end of it. Uh, he said, for some, reason, to, yeah. for some reason, for some reason, yeah, today do. was his last they show and they nicked 13 days off him. I don't know why you'd fucking bother, you know, um, but he was very gracious, but he was obviously a bit pissed off because you wouldn't have been there hundreds of years but he said that he has been working every morning on the BBC in one form or another for something like 40 odd years that's no way to live your life I mean but but, but this is what the BBC is full of though and I'm not having to go at Ken Bruce because I actually think he's a pretty consummate broadcaster Um, and he speaks but he's full of these lifers but he's never worked anywhere else else. he's never worked anywhere else Exactly. That's fucking extraordinary. Exactly. I mean, it's I, was re- good. I was reading a piece the other day in which it says, on average, people change their jobs about once every five years. Mm-hmm. Not if you're at the fucking BBC. You don't. You stay there forever. <laughs> once every five decades. Unbelievable. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a fucking joke. But um, Nick Robinson going, you know, all this shit. I read a couple of the papers this morning about Isabel and um, uh, Matt Hancock and these other Matt Hancock feels betrayed by the German da, da, da. absolute well, well, well she did she did take a sort of quantitative decision she she had these bombshell words yeah. as she said three million of the yeah. fuckers three million words yeah. and they revealed that Matt Hancock and the cabinet mishandled yeah. the lockdowns that we shouldn't have done these lockdowns everything was wrong about yeah. it and she took the decision that that was in the public interest and that the deal that she made with uh, Matt Hancock wasn't as important as telling the public the truth. Yes. And I'm with her on that. I am as well. And also, it gives a real insight into their attitude and the tone of the way that they talk to each other, the way that they take the piss out of things, the way that they just think, I you think know. It's so fucking clever. I mean, though, somebody right? going, oh, Nigel Farage, you think we could make him out to be like a pub hooligan and get him arrested? <laughs> you know, fuck off. Bunch of fucking middle class tosspots, yeah. wankers. He's and a better politician than all of them put together. Well, if it wasn't for him, you know, we wouldn't have been getting Brexit, it, it, which we should also talk about. Talking about, about a man who um, understands the British yeah. people, unlike Matt Hancock, who hasn't got the faintest no. fucking idea. And he's got his hands on another bloke's fucking woman's ass. Yeah. You know, well done, Matt. That's anything he's fucking good at. Shagging, apparently. Um, <laughs> well, 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 but that won't fucking last. But what about old Rishi and his fucking um, uh, dust up with well, well, uh, the Windsor experiment? Well, the, well, the Windsor framework. Does he think we're fucking? They I mean, do the Belfast fucking. Well, framework. I said that. Why couldn't they do it in Belfast? I and mean, when he finally went to Belfast, it didn't make any sense that it was called the Windsor fucking uh, framework. framework. Also, as we used to say in Scotland, does he think our fucking heads zip up the back? <laughs> it's obviously bollocks, right? It means nothing. 
Nothing will change. It's different, apparently, when you read the European version of it to the one that we've got, right? <laughs> you know, so they say one thing over there. He well, says one thing over here. Everybody goes... You get oh, the agreement you want. And when all, <laughs> Yeah, it means all things to all men and women and non-binary motherfuckers. And apparently... Um, Nothing will change. I mean, I suppose if you live in Northern Ireland, you can now get yeah. fucking English sausages. Whoopty fucking do. Yeah. Um, but for the rest of us, it won't make a fag end of difference. You still have to pay to go to fucking France yeah. with your dog. You can't fucking live in foreign countries in Europe because they won't let you. Um, Ursula von der Leyen is still a fucking liar. You know, what Helmet, the fuck? Yeah. You know. But you see, the thing is, the thing about um, this deal... Right, so in terms of the Northern Ireland Protocol and the, and the uh, sort of trading arrangements between Northern Ireland and the rest of Britain yeah. and all that, you know, there's no doubt that Rishi's done quite well here. He's made it better. Mm. Uh, but he seems to think it's like the Gettysburg uh, Address. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's the greatest moment yeah. in the history of this country. But that's country. how they tried to sell it. Yeah. Yeah, well, he was jumping up and down like a fucking Pope man on a yeah, pogo yeah, stick. Yeah, yeah he was, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. He said, well, here, yeah, Rishi, if you're listening, I've got bad news for you. You won't get a single fucking vote out of this. No. Nobody because fucking everyone, cares. Because the only people that fucking like it are the Ramonas, right? Yeah, They've all yeah, come out of yeah. the woodwork to go, oh, yeah, um, we've got much better relations yeah. with the European Union now. Um, and then they all jumped on that thing that he said because he made a right cunt of himself when he came out <laughs> in fucking Belfast and he went, oh, the really good news, everyone, is that yeah, not only have you got access to the UK market, but you've got access to the single market in Europe as well. And everyone went, hang on a minute, that's what you didn't want to be in. Yeah. Why the fuck are you saying that's a benefit? So, of course, yeah, every twat, you're so right. every fucking, you know, Ramona then jumps you all over it. can't be access to the right? single market. Yeah. Well, we haven't got yeah, it. Yeah, well, that, that's exactly what happened. So, <laughs> so all the fucking, all the Ramonas went, well, can we have that in England, please? In which case, we might as well go back in. Because he's fucking banging on about how great it would be <laughs> to have access to the single market. What a fucking twat. But this, but, but, but electorally, and everything that Rishi does and everything this government does, they should be thinking electorally because this is about the run-up to the general election in less than two years. Uh, and uh, everything he does, he's got to be thinking, how many votes will it get me? Well, right. this Northern Ireland deal won't get him a single fucking no. vote. Uh, it's like defence. Mm. You know, defence won't get you votes. No. Uh, no. And uh, nor will this. So, uh, you know, he's got to fucking regroup and do something that anybody cares about. Yeah, exactly right. What about um, the old... Uh, we've got to talk about Harry and Meghan getting kicked out of Frogmore Cottage. How fucking <laughs> great is that? And, and the thing that I found interesting, right, was that apparently it happened in January. These fuckers said nothing about it. Because you know what? I think even they worked out if they started whining about being made homeless yeah. and kicked out of this fucking luxurious property in England where, where, where they don't even fucking live, yeah. people would go, oh, do fuck off. Well, I think that it, the message has finally got through to this. See, you and I know this. One thing Americans don't like, mm. they don't like whingers and moaners. No. In America, if shit happens to you, you get on with it. You, you, you dust yourself right. down, you get up, right. and you get on with and it. And you make more money. Really, it's they the, just make money. That's it's what the heart of their DNA. Yeah. Uh, you know, you look after yourself, mm. and whatever befalls you, yeah. you don't complain, you rebuild. Yeah. And uh, they realise that in America, America's going, these fucking cunts, all they do is bloody moan, whine and whinge. And, what, and, and also, what are they moaning about? Yeah. They live in a fucking great big mansion <laughs> on fucking acres that and acres That doesn't work in the States. Yeah. You know, they've got, he's a member of the fucking royal family as far as they're concerned. He's yeah. an heir to the fucking throne. Yeah. He's always had millions of pounds to yeah. his fucking name. He's got 
hot and cold running slaves at his fucking uh, disposal. <laughs> you know, he gets chauffeur driven around everywhere, yeah. private jets. Fuck off. Just Americans go, seems to me your life's quite good. It's really not so, bad. So, so they've realised this about America. Mm. And I think they, they've sort of translated that back to Britain and go, if we start moaning about getting kicked out of a £4.5 million home that we never, ever yeah. go to, right. that we'll look like uh, world-class whingers and people right. won't like Also, us. the other great... I move, think they're worried about their image at the moment. Yeah, I think so. The other great move is that not only have they become less fucking popular in America than Prince Andrew, he's getting the gaff as well. They're giving fucking... Andrew's going to... Is that... Go, is he moving in? Well, he's going to move in, apparently. Fantastic. So, so they've been fucking usurped by a bloke who's paid 12 million quid to a woman who hey, says... Harry! He fucking shagged her. Harry, <laughs> Harry, sorry, mate. I'm taking your fucking house off you. We're moving the pedo in. <laughs> and his former wife. His dreadful... His god-awful former wife. Oh, my God. And his terrible kids. Do you remember the fucking... <laughs> the Johnny Bryan... What a fucking family Do you remember the are. Johnny Bryan book? There was a lot worse shit that she got up to than oh, fucking yeah, so, yeah, yeah. toe-sucking. Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, she's a disaster. Her kids are a disaster. <laughs> He's a fucking disaster. <laughs> They're an hilarious disaster. They are. The Yorks. It's fucking comedy York time. Cunts. Yorkies. <laughs> right, so now's the time to say thank you to all our executive producers because we've been a bit remiss because we've been so bloody busy. It's not our fault. Uh, I blame Pooch, who's not even here today, because he's also busy. He's always fucking busy, Pooch, yeah. right? But we, don't worry, we're still all together. We're going to be back on Monday, hopefully, uh-huh. uh, to back to normal. So we'll do some um, some Patreon action. But let's do the Patreon executive producers. I'll ask you for help when I need it. I've got uh-huh. Dave Johnson, Maria Cooper, John O'Brien, Steely, Robbie Lunnan, Jennifer Lionberger. Who's she? Hang on, no. oh, oh, American Hall. American, American Hall. Hall. Dale Pinnock, Daniel Jones, Dean McCarthy, Emil Watters, uh, Emma Louisa, uh, Gareth Hughes, George Mayling, Jason Steele, <laughs> Jenny, 29. Uh, uh, Jenny, I'm telling you, 29 fucks a night. Yeah, John Priest, you don't have to worry about reading. Yeah, you do. Johnny Swinscoe, <laughs> Joseph French, Kevin Downer. Downer. Uh, Leone Thomas, Mark Buckley, Martin Gundry, Matt Clark. Oh, hang on. Um, oh, Christ, there's more of them. Um, Paul Bustleworth, Simon Schiff, Tom O'Donnell. Tommy Tucker, you little fucker, it says here. Oh, that's new. Uh, Tommy Walker, Tucker, you little fucker. Will Walker, William Burrow, Terry Bicker. There so go. there that's we are. Odd, so one. thanks, guys. Welcome, um, new people. Very Thank well you to done. all the old people. Um, I think I'm going to have one more pint before I go. Yeah, I'll get it for you. Um, what do you? Anything else you want to mention before we? Uh, uh, just uh, to Friday's new fantastic line at six p.m. Yeah, me. Hosting what just happened, then Mike Graham's brilliant pank of the week. There we so are. there you go, talk TV every Friday. It's fucking great. I love it. Uh, we'll see you next week, bunch of fuckers. Cunts. And uh, hopefully we'll record it on Monday next week, but this should be out before the weekend. So have a good one. Fuck see you later. Wankers. Wankers.